Hi, and welcome to Invoice, the Rotman Commerce Podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Sunny. We all know how difficult it is to stick with your New Year's resolutions. So whether you want to achieve a 4.0 this semester or hit the gym six days a week, we've brought in the experts to help you. This is part one of a two-part episode. Here's the show. My name is Mohammed. I'm currently a third-year student specializing in public accounting. Over the past two years, I've been involved with the Rotman Commerce Accounting Society uh, as an events committee member and more recently as a, as a director of events. I've also been working as a rig study position with UFT. My name is Mori. I'm currently in my fourth year specializing in accounting. My involvement has a lot to do with RSM 100 from uh, as being a research assistant for the textbook, so you might see my face in it, <laughs> and also a teaching assistant, as well as I do marketing lead for Al Maghrib Institute, and um, just here and there, other research stuff wherever it's available. So you've been very involved uh, within the drama commerce community. Uh, how have you managed to balance both academics, extracurriculars, and social life? For me, a strong component of the balance is, is the organization. So I try to have a flexible study schedule that I can, I can be in control of. Uh, I try to stay on top of things, but at the same time, give myself the flexibility that allows me to do other things. Uh, for example, instead of having a specific schedule for every single day, I'd rather have a schedule for the whole week. That these are the things I need to get done over the course of the week. And then uh, based on that, uh, I try to adjust my schedule accordingly. So if there's something that pops up on, on one day, I can make up for it on another. Um, to be honest, it's always a struggle. but. Uh, what works for me is I have a, three different schedules which I run by, which is a monthly, weekly, and a daily. So it helps me see an overview of what's expected in the future and then what I'm supposed to get done in the week, as in my cl- attending classes. And then um, daily activities from meeting my accomplishments, but also my personal goals as well. It's the new year and a new semester. And beginning of every semester, everyone says, I'm going to do all the readings. But do you actually do all the readings? It's embarrassing to say I do keep up with my readings most of the time. On top of that, I'm a slow reader. Um, the reason for why I keep up with my readings is for two reasons, which is if it helps me towards my contribution mark, so participation, and if the material is tested on. Here's a tip. Most uh, textbook companies offer professors with teaching materials, such as the slides, so there's a high chance that your slides are actually from the publisher itself. In this situation, I surveyed from my peers who took the classes, class and asked the prof how important the textbook is with regards to the class material to make a sound judgment on how much I should rely on the textbook. Most of the time, the slides are enough, and if I have time, I would recommend to skim 30 minutes through the slides before class. And in class, pay, pay co- close attention to which slides the professor puts a lot of emphasis on because most likely they think it's important for you to know for the exam. That means something, pay close attention to what they're signaling through that. Now, for some classes, the only way to pass is through the readings, as in that's your only source of learning. I would divide my readings into two categories, which is textbook readings and then external readings uh, that are assigned by the professor. There's an art to reading a textbook. Do not read it like it's a novel. Always read the title and the subtitle. Afterwards, read the paragraph. If there's illustrations, look at look at it and grasp as much as as much information as you can from it because essentially the paragraph is going to sum the illustration. Usually, how the paragraph is designed, it first talks about the theory, then presents an example. The pres- the examples are there to help you contextualize the theories in different scenarios. If you're sufficient and satisfied with just understanding the theory alone, you can skim and skip the examples and proceed right after. If the classes have assignments, then those examples are usually really a good place to refer to 
but again, it depends on the assignment that you're given, but they have definitely helped me in my assignments as a place to refer to. What I usually do if I'm short on time is I read the title, the subtitle, look at the illustrations uh, a bit and spend more time on that. And if I have time, I read the summary at the end of the chapter. Uh, I usually set aside one to two hours aside a week to do my readings for each course. If I cover everything, that's great. If not, it's not the end of the world. I can always go back to it. As for articles, they are written differently and usually are short. Usually they help you contribute to the class discussion and you'll notice in the 400 level courses in Rotman Commerce, a lot of them are case-based, so it will help you to read the case prior to class. Another tip that I would suggest if you're a sole reader like me is I use a software called Text-to-Speech, uh, which reads out the text to me, and whenever I do this, I'm activating two types of learning mechanisms, which is uh, the hearing learning and the visual learning. By the way, if your professor is the author of the textbook or the article, it's probably a good idea to make an effort to read it. For example, Michael Kahn, awesome textbook, and Jill Amernick, tone at the top. They'll definitely teach you on and test you on their pieces of artwork. So a lot of people look up to you uh, in terms of academic success, and they ask you a lot of questions I've come to see online and in person. So if you could give overall students a piece of advice, what's the number one thing you would tell them to improve their academic performance? Uh, the number one thing I would say is to start slow and like set short-term expectations. Uh, personally, I feel like having that tunnel vision and like myopia helps you a lot since you start taking it one assignment, one midterm, or like one participation grade at a time. And that just really gives you that mentality that this is it, this is like what I need to do. And taking it one step at a time, you can just focus on that one thing really well. And then once you once you do that thing well, then you can start focusing on the next thing. And slowly and, and gradually, you, you try to build up uh, build up that confidence. First, you need to understand your grades are not a true reflection of your intellectual ability, but rather a reflection of how well you understand and conform to your instructor's objectives. Mm -hmm. For instance, if the exam was written with accordance to the material you understood really well, then you are bound to get a 4.0 on everything else. Well, on everything. University is a game. University is about understanding the game and then playing the game optimistically. It's all a game. First, get a paper and pencil. Second, List your courses in priority from most to least important. Then write beside these course names, write the mark you, you are currently getting in, and then draw a line right beside it and write the mark that you wish to achieve. Be realistic. I usually keep my marks 10 mark interval, so not like a 20% jump, but somewhere within the 10% range. And then go ahead and list and evaluate how close you are to your goal. The one you're not happy with, Pull out the syllabus for that course and email the professor right away to book an appointment to talk to them about your midterm and assignment with them. Who else is better to talk to than the one who assigned it and the one who has the marking scheme for it? Before attending the appointment, look over your midterm or the assignment and see where your strengths and weaknesses are. Make sure your weaknesses are addressed in your meeting and how you can turn those weaknesses into your strengths. Professors make marking schemes for your midterm so they will tell you exactly what they're looking for most of the time. And you'll be surprised at how many students who don't ask. Well, you always seem to be prepared for whatever life throws at you, but have you ever fallen into a slump? And uh, if so, how did you pull yourself back up? All right, yes, I've been in a slump, and I think we all have many versions of it, but this one particularly was uh, one that is very significant in my undergrad. Uh, I was in my first year, and I got kicked out of Rotman Commerce because I did not get a 67 in economics in summer. If you're in your first year and in a similar situation where you uh, are where your offer has been rejected, this podcast is most likely for you. 
I remember when I saw my mark, it's a turning point of reality. I felt like I was back in high school and reevaluating my options. And to have this moment presented to me was truly a blessing in disguise. At that moment, I had to think long and hard of how badly I wanted this. Why did I want this? If you do not want ramen commerce bad enough and not sure why you want it, you're already thinking about and you're already thinking about other alternatives for second year, you're and you're content with another path, then be it and take it with all confidence. However, I remember to be confused and unsure. I asked myself if I re, if I redid the summer course, could I have got a 67% and higher? I was sure of it. Whatever the factor was hurt my performance in the first place and could I have prevented those things from happening? I sure knew I could not. If you're in a similar situation where I was before, then I recommend trying out an appeal. Speak to an academic counselor to help you through it. And you're more than welcome to reach out to me and I'd love to help you throughout the whole process. You have to have a good enough reason for them to consider you. Most of the time, you have to have a medical reason or something equivalent. I can tell you confidently, Roman Commerce will judge fairly and consider each case with due diligence. I had only two weeks to write my appeal, and, the, and these were two very crucial um, moments of my life in my career because it was most pivotal in my turning point in my career. I remember as I was writing my appeal, I grew stronger and confident in what I wanted. Rotman Commerce approved my appeal to be considered for acceptance. I'm very grateful to God for bestowing me a second chance for me to redo Economics 100 again. Thank you so much, Maureen Mohammed, for joining us today. You can find a list of resources in the description. If you haven't already, remember to listen to part two. You can subscribe to Invoice on Apple Podcasts. Link below. Thanks for listening. See you next time.